everybody, it's Gav Mac here with the Bundesliga show. As you can see, I'm riding solo today. Unruly children. Thankfully, mine is asleep, so I do apologise on behalf of Devo, who could join us later on in the show, but we'll soon find out later on. As I said, it's the Bundesliga show. Um, socials running on the bottom of the screen. If you listen to us right now on Spotify, you will not be able to see that. So just go to our YouTube, subscribe, smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, all them ting there. Make sure you do that. Um, now running on the bottom of the screen is all the results that happened in the Bundesliga this weekend. And there's been some crazy results, especially some surprising ones, in particular with Leverkusen. But we'll talk about that in a bit. So on today's show, I'll be going through some of the action that happened over the weekend. Also want to talk about the Ballon d'Or elect as well as some of the kids that are coming through on the copper as well. And I do need to grab that information. Um, so I'll do that partway through the show as well. And also we've got a new feature as well, which we'll come to in a bit. But why don't we go and start with um, with some of the games that happened this week. Oh, in fact, I'll go through in chronological order. And um, the first game, Dortmund, they found it very difficult against Freiburg. They came from 1-0 down and it's three subs that had to do the business in order for them to get all three points and their first win of the Bundesliga season. All about substitutions, really, isn't it? If you think about it, they have got Anthony Modestian now. We know that from, from last week because of the situation with Haller. Still don't know how long he's going to be out for, but we'll soon find out in, in due course. But it's the kids. Makoko, he is still 17 years old. Can you believe that? He's not even 18 yet and is bagging and doing bits in the Bundesliga. But there was one lad that we spoke about last week, Bino Gittens, who I, I don't even know that he signed two seasons ago, if I'm honest. He actually signed two seasons ago. But injuries and just other talent being there didn't really get his opportunity. But he came off the bench and he bagged. I wouldn't say it was the best goal in the world. I have to question a little bit of the goalkeeping. But for such a young lad... It is such a positive for him to do the bits. But all three subs that's, that came on all got on the score sheet. So him, Makoko, and also Maris Wolf as well, finishing off the scoring. So fair play to Dortmund out there um, right now. Um, <laughs> Devo's in the chat. Sorry, guys, daddy duties. Hey, my you went to bed at seven o'clock. That's all I'm saying. You know, uh, I'm good on that front, you know. Um, Augsburg. Augsburg against Leverkusen. Now, I'm a bit of a Leverkusen fan. We also know that Flo is a Leverkusen fan. He's not here until September time. He's living it up, doing his thing on holiday. 22 games Augsburg have played against Leverkusen in the league and never had they picked up a victory until this weekend. It's one of those typical things. I saw Kevin Hatchard banging on about it. I was thinking, yeah, that's going to be free money. You know, I might put them in my account. And someone told me, just don't do it. Don't do it. And I didn't do it. And I'm glad because we lost money. I already lost money elsewhere on bets this weekend. And uh, tonight, or if you listen to it tomorrow, with Liverpool because they mashed me up as well. But yeah, Augsburg, first goal. Uh, I'll tell you what, yeah, the, fir the first goal. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. It was It was a very, very nice goal. So why don't we uh, let people know about it by telling people how much of it was. That's <laughs> Yeah, it was tidy, man. It was just a really nice move. And that's what I like to see. Really nice move, nice intricate play. One touch, one touch, slip it past. I think it was beautiful, you know. So, hey, look, Augsburg, they were, someone put a tweet out. I can't remember who it was, but they said about 
crazy takes for this Bundesliga season to come. And one of mine was Augsburg to come seventh. And seventh place means Europa Conference position. Can they maintain it? They're just one of those tricky teams that no one likes playing against. They're, they're not great. There's no superstars playing for them whatsoever, apart from Ricardo Pepe, in my opinion. But, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, um, Ari Hahn, not Ari Hahn, um, Hahn with the, uh, with the winning goal on 82 minutes, that put that to bed. Um, what else is going on? Ah, Timo Werner, he's back. He's back in the Bundesliga and he's also back amongst the goals as well. Another goalkeeping howler, in my opinion. No goalkeeper should be letting that go beneath them from that distance with that little amount of pace on the ball. But, you know, I'm happy for Timo. I'm a big, big fan of his. And I still stand by the fact that if he played for Liverpool, he would have been doing bits. That confidence was shot at Chelsea. He wasn't able to keep things going, keep things ticking over. And it's a shame on his behalf. So he's back amongst the people that love him. He's back in the city that he knows well, you know. So and he's wearing the number 11 shirt again. He's comfortable. He had a terrible game, but he got on the score sheet. And that's all that matters right now. If he can lead Le Le Leipzig with Nkunku to a multitude of goals, that will guarantee them a Champions League spot and just help them press on that little bit further to try and mess around with Bayern Munich at the top. If they could do that, then that would be great. So on a quick look at the chat, um, Erhan's in the chat. Uh, he says, doesn't Kunku go one game without a goal? Oof. I don't know, man. I don't know. The guy's a bagsman, honestly. He absolutely loves it. So if he could keep doing what he's doing, what I love about him is just so fluid, isn't he? You know, he could play, he could play wide, he could play in the 10, as the kids call it. He could play through in the middle. He's got super skills. He could play with both pegs. Brilliant, brilliant footballer, man, honestly. So they need to try and keep hold of him. I think it's I think it's very important for them to keep hold of him this season if they aspire to do anything at the top of the table. But two draws, it's not quite good enough for them. They need to keep it going. They need to try and make sure that they get some wins on the board sooner rather than later. That had a bad, bad, bad start to the season last season, if you remember, under Jesse Marsh. Um, if he can do the same again, then, uh, sorry, if they can go one step beyond, I should say, and not go through the same stuff as they did last season, then hopefully that will that will propel them into a, into a challenging position. Uh, Aiden Pines in the chat. He's got to run to bed. I'll tell you what, don't worry about it. Yeah. If you've got to run to bed, you can listen to it again in the morning on Spotify because uh, it'll be available 7 a.m. Um, so you will be fine on that front there. Um, what else is what else went on in the Bundesliga this weekend? Um, Hertz Berlin. They are a dead club, man. Aren't they dead? I'm not a fan of them. Um, but Frankfurt, they're not helping themselves either. They got tonked up 6-1 last weekend. Not cool. Um, they, I thought they'd made a really good effort. Uh, they, put, they put in a really good effort against Real Madrid in the European Super League, um, the Super Cup last week, but wasn't meant to be. And yeah, I just feel that they they should be going out and beating teams like Hertha Berlin. I think Hertha are awful. So, um, but nice, uh, nice strike from Kamada. Uh, big fan of that. 
Was that a galazzo? No, not a Galazzo for me. Um, but no, it's, it's good that he got on the sheet. And the earliest goal of the season so far uh, from Suat Serda after just under three minutes, it was quicker than Fulkrug's goal as well. So um, fair play on that front. Um, why don't we we um, go to our, our new little section and um, got a little vid for it. So I'm just going to find it. Here we go. Schalke are, sh- yeah, terrible, aren't they? And somehow, somehow, they were able to squeeze a point out of the game at home against uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. And I don't know how. Like, fir- first things first, right? That first goal from Salazar was was pretty shiny. I'll tell you what. Oh, that's proper naughty, that is. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was. And if they have any chance of staying up, they need to make sure they keep that guy fit because without him, they are going to struggle. Like, Schalke are an awful outfit. They have no... They've got nothing about them. They've got nothing about them. I'm trying to think, if anyone's watching this who is a fan of the Premier League, like, I don't know. I can't even say... I can't say Burnley anymore because Burnley aren't even there. You know, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how to relate them. Schalke in a league of their own and they need to stay there and just get back into the Swaita Bundesliga because they are, they're, they're a bad fit for the Bundesliga completely. Gladbach, they, in my opinion, they, 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 they ran things. You know, they had a good 60, 70% of the possession. Uh, they were passing the ball around. They were shooting more. They had more shots on target. They're in full control of this game and somehow they, they threw it away. But that is classic. Gladbach. It happened on many occasions last season. It happened on enough occasions the season before because they were cruising. Remember the season before, um, in the, like heading towards the top four and whatever. Weren't able to make things happen. So unlucky for them. But um, one one thing I want to talk about is uh, is Stuttgart and Stuttgart. They they drew two apiece with Werder Bremen away. Full Krug after four minutes. Um, and the equaliser was scored. Game finished 2-2. Um, equaliser was from Oli Burke, which people will know on these shores. Uh, Scottish international. Uh, he, he, he was pretty decent. He was pretty decent, but just didn't quite make it in the in the in in England. But hopefully he could do a job while he's over in Germany. Wataro Endo. That is Devo's boy. My good Lord in heaven, he smacked that. Oh! What a goal. Yeah, I ain't lying. What a goal that was as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, brilliant strike. Big fan of his. And our former boy from this show, well, not literally from this show, but a guy that we always used to talk about, Silas Wamangatuka. Obviously, that's not his name anymore. It's um, Silas Mvumpa. Um, um, he is back after that awful injury that he suffered a couple of years ago. He's, he's now back and he's back within the goals as well. But the guy who I love is Sasa Kalajic. And there is a lot of conversation that he could be a potential for a move to Manchester United. Now, if United fans want to know about this guy, I've got a lot of time for him. I've actually put him as an outsider to be the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga. Last season, Mashed up by injuries, but the season before he lobbed in 16 goals, I believe. 
um, in 25 appearances, which isn't too shabby at all. The Austrian international, six foot six, I think. Um, very good in the air, very good with the ball at his feet. He's the guy that you want to be spamming crosses into. He will climb above anyone and everyone else and he will find the back of the net. Now, if Man United are able to sign him, I still feel that United will need to find someone better at whipping balls in because I don't trust Dallow to do it. I definitely don't trust uh, Wan-Bissaka to do it. Sure, on his day, he could whip a ball in. You know, they need to find someone who's actually going to be able to supply this guy in order to get the goals that Manchester United need at the moment because United are struggling, as we all know right now. Um, Kalajic, uh, the new Peter Crouch. Um, there are similarities. There are a lot of similarities, you know, because Peter Crouch, you know, everyone would just want to lob the ball into lob the, lob the ball into the box for him in the air. How tech? How much techers did that guy have with a ball at his feet? A lot, you know. And I feel like Kalajic has got the same, got the same going on. He's great at knocking the ball down. Now there was a lot of talk that Man United might have signed uh, Val Vaghorst, and a lot of people were trying to take the mick out of that move. That'd be a great move, especially if you are playing a man in the hole in the shape of someone like a Bruno Fernandes. If you've got someone like Val Verkhorst on the edge of the box, knocking balls down for someone like Bruno Fernandes to, to lick the ball in the back of the net, that works with me. And, you know, he's proved himself in a couple of leagues. Didn't really cut it at Burnley, but who cuts it at Burnley? Precisely. No one cuts it at Burnley. So it was never going to happen for him. But um, yeah, the Ballon d'Or and now uh, the Ballon d'Or nominees have been released, and um, there are four Ballon d'Or names on this. Th- sorry, four German-based players that are on this thirty-man list. Uh, if you didn't know already, Lionel Messi is not in this list, uh, which has been a great shame to many a person. Um, but I'm just going to get the list out: the players that have been uh, mentioned. Christopher Nkunku, of course, of uh, RB Leipzig. Uh, you've also got on the list uh, Sadio Mane, who's just joined um, at, uh, at Bayern Munich, of course. Sebastian Haller, who I mentioned very briefly, um, who plays for Dortmund, just signed for Dortmund. And um, the other one is... Uh, who's the other one? Because there was four. Who have I missed? Did I mention um, Kimmich already? No, there you go, Joshua Kimmich. Now, Joshua Kimmich, we know he's a Philip Lahm regen, and we also know that he's not going to win it because no defensive players ever win the Ballon d'Or. But for me, he is a stalwart. You know, he's been, he plays left back, right back. He could play in CDM role. He, he, he finds himself quite far forward because of how high Bayern by, by Munich press. And he had a brilliant game again at the weekend against Wolf, Wolfsburg, as too did Musiala, who I'll talk about in a few moments' time. We know that he's not going to get nominated in the top five, but can we just appreciate what a player that Joshua Kimmich is? Uh, Sadio Mane, I think he deserves everything that he's got so far. He's won everything that he can at club level, top-end club level for Liverpool. He's then gone on and won the African Cup of Nations for Senegal. And it's been an influential part of both of those sides as well. I think he deserves his flowers. Will he win it? I'm not sure. And then Kunku, we've already mentioned him a little bit earlier on in the show. Christopher and Kunku is, I think, he's a Ballon d'Or elect for the future. Um, I need to double check how old and Kunku is because I, I think he's got 
well, he's got he's got millions of time in the tank. I've got a feeling he's about 23, 24. He is 24. He's going to be 25 in November. He's, he's got bags of time to go on and win it. And I feel that once he makes a move, it's no disrespect to Leipzig, but there are much, much larger teams in the world than Leipzig in Saxony. If he could come to the Premier League or if he could go to a Bayern or a Real or I was going to say Barca, but no one cares about Barcelona anymore, do they? But yeah, if he could go on and do that and continue this form, then for me, in two, three years' time, this guy will win a Ballon d'Or, especially with the likes of Ronaldo and Messi retiring. I think it's a free-for-all as to who can win it. We will mention Mbappe. We will mention uh, Haaland, of course. Um, maybe um, a Vinicius Jr. in those names of players that can go on and win a Ballon d'Or. And I think his name deserves to be mentioned within it. And uh, Seb Haller, look, he's probably going to convert if on that list. I oh, can't lie. But you can't deny what he did at Ajax was, was golden. And also, for every player that scored at least five goals in the Champions League, he had the best goals to games ratio, uh, sort of minutes to goals ratio, less than 80 minutes, uh, I believe it was as well. So fantastic from him. Um, what we've got in the chat, taps, man like taps. Big up yourself, by the way. Got, got a lot of time for you. Um, Veghorst would seem like a good signer for them, but a bit panicky. I think that's the chat between uh, Veghorst and Manchester United. There was a little bit of link in that move. I don't think anyone's talking about it anymore. There was someone who actually, I had, a, I had a big argument with this on Twitter with Burnley fans. Burnley saying, oh, he couldn't hit a Ballon d'Or, you know, is this, is that, whatever. I was, I said how good he was in the air, how good he was with the ball at his feet. And um, within about four minutes of doing my homework, even though, you know, I've been watching him for, what, four or five years across a couple of leagues, I was able to produce many a receipt, many a receipt. And what do they say back to me? Absolutely nothing. In fact, one of them even blocked me because he had nothing to come back on because I know my stuff. You know, I ain't going to just chat shit for the sheer hell of it. Um, Taps also said, um, Ben Simmons to lose this year. Hey, look, the only way, I was going to say, the only way he ain't going to win it is corruption. I'll move on. Anyway, um, so let's have a look at the, the copper list, um, the copper nominees for 2022 because on this list there are 10 names it's like a golden boy you know and six of those are Bundesliga based and I think that speaks volumes so um, I'll run through the the all, all 10 just so everybody knows anyway um, so you've got um, Josko Gvardiol who's a uh, Leipzig, of course, someone who Devo and I spoke spoke a lot of during our Euros coverage from last season. Got a lot of time for this lad. He could play centre half, he could play left back, he could play further forward as well. Very technical guy. He scored an own goal at the weekend, but hey, so did Saliba. You know, still world class. Um, you also got Ryan Gravenberg, who has just signed for Bayern. Of course, he was at Ajax. Um, could have gone to Liverpool. There was talk of him going to Liverpool. Unbelievable talent. 18 years old. Plenty in the tank. Another player who is going on to just go smash it in the, in the world of football. Um, Karim Adeyemi um, was at uh, Salzburg. Now gone to Dortmund. Big season ahead of him. Scored 19 goals in the league last year for Salzburg. And he also scored three well, I think it was three, maybe four in the Champions League last year as well. So he's got a lot 
to live up to if he's, he's stepping up a level going from Salzburg into the Bundesliga and if he gets an opportunity for Dortmund then there's a good chance that he can go on and, and do big bits um, the other name on the list um, Nuno Mendes from PSG obviously dead baller don't think he should be anywhere near this list um, I can't believe they sold Mitchell Backer got a lot uh, I've got a lot of time for Backer um, now Jamal Musiala um, lots of Bundesliga stuff that I looked over at the weekend and they gave him man of the match day and he is someone who I didn't think was going to make it. You know, he started off the season. Um, was it the was it the beginning of last season still? Yeah, I think it was in... Um, no, it weren't the beginning of last season. The season before, wasn't it? Because they... Oh, now I'm getting confused. Bayern won 8-0 on the opening day of the season. Can't remember if it was last year or the year before. But it makes me think it was Schalke. But then part of me thinks it was Hoffenheim. But I'm thinking it was Schalke. So it would have been two seasons ago. Anyway, I digress. Um, Musiala played in that game and he featured, and he featured well, bad two. And I'm thinking, hmm, he's only a kid, 17. He's not going to get much of a chance at someone like Bayern. Well, he's been a, a, a heavy feature of what Bayern are doing, where they're going, where they're, where they're looking to go as well. He's 19 years old now. Um, he has been absolutely fantastic. He really has. Um, he hasn't scored as many as people may think, but his link-up play and his contribution to the goals that happen, it's not always about goals and assists, kids. You know, there are there is more to football than just goals and assists. So if he could continue doing that, then I'm sure that he could go on and do very big bits. Um, the boy wonder, Bukayo Saka, he's also on the list. Um, Florian Wirtz, he is the German boy wonder. He's at like Leverkusen, of course, at the moment. I feel so sorry for him having done his ACL the back end of last season, back around March sort of time. So I'm really hoping that doesn't mash up his career because he is going on to stardom. He's been brilliant. You know, he played 24 games last season. I know I shouldn't bang on about goals and assists, but in 24 games, seven goals and 10 assists is not a shabby return. And his link-up play with the likes of Diaby, Bella Rabi, um, Patrick Schick, been absolutely fantastic. He is a star in the making. Um, Eduardo Camavinga is also on the list from Real Madrid. Um, Gavi from Barcelona. Obviously, we know what's going on um, at Barcelona. They, you need, they need to keep hold of him. Uh, but it's a Bundesliga show. And the man at the top of the list, in my opinion, is Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham is world-class already. I don't care what anybody says. He is ready to take on the world, in my opinion. Um I'm not going to do any tables because I don't see the point after only a couple of games. Um, but um, yeah, I was going to do the fixture as well, but I can't bother to do that. Um, Taps, what's Taps saying? Um, I want you to take it, he says. Um, he came so close last year. Uh, if it weren't for uh, Pedro's Euro run, I think. But I reckon it may end up with Adiemi or Musiala if I'm taking away the Jude bias. Taps, there's no Jude bias. Jude is already world-class. He's proved it in Germany, in the league. He's proved it in the Champions League. He's proved it in an England full international shirt as well. The guy is incredible and he will go on to do very big things. He's going to have a trophy cabinet. I was going to say as long as my arm, but I'm not very tall. So um, it would be longer than that. But um, yeah, if you've only just tuned in, don't be confused by the dartboard behind me. It's just the most lit up place in my room. 
uh, in my living room. So that's where I'm recording uh, today. Um, unfortunately, no Devo today, but I'm sure he'll be back next week. And we've also got some Arsenal content coming up soon as well. Um, so if you want to have a laugh, I said, well, we're not laugh because we're doing all right at the moment. Um, but yeah, my my Twitter name is there at GavMac23, Mad Mac. Um, I've also got the YouTube link going on, on the bottom of the screen. Uh, we're going to be doing this show every Monday around 10 o'clock ish, and then it'll be available again um, to listen to as well as to watch back. You'll be able to listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all that sort of stuff from Tuesday mornings at seven o'clock. And also, if you go to the podcast via anchor.fm or if you go to Spotify, we're going to be running polls on that page as well. So um, make sure you hang around and make sure you are able to, to contribute if you can. But thank you very much. Thanks for letting me ramble for the last 25 minutes and um, I will catch you again next week.